0: Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN Home Single network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. You may recall that's how we uh that's how we found out a uh, a piece of really really beautiful news recently on the NSN app. Danny Morris and I know each other for a very 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 long time. But it was uh, through his uh public declaration on the NSN app that he, or I should say that I, and thousands of others found out that he and the Baruch Hashem, Bali Hara, ever-growing Morris family are making Aliyah today. And they're doing so, of course, with the help of Nefesh Benefesh. Big shout-out to Rabbi Fes, who I hope is tuned in right now from his Jerusalem office. And uh, when I found this out, when we discovered this on the air, on the NSN app, I uh, publicly asked Danny Morris to come on, tell his story and his family's story. Number one, I think these stories encourage others to realize that the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel. And secondly, selfishly, frankly, most summers I get an opportunity to speak to a lot of Aliyah couples, especially on the flight, the charter flight that goes from Kennedy Airport to Ben-Gurion Airport when we sit and, uh, and speak to, I don't know, eight, nine, ten different families about their experience and the fact that they're literally on the plane heading to Israel for a life in the Holy Land. And this summer, because of the obvious situation, uh, we were not able to do that. So here's an opportunity for me to check in and to actually speak to the leader of a family who is uh, heading An Aliyah to Israel later today. Danny Morris with that great intro. Welcome to JM in the AM.
1: Thank you, Nakam. Uh, first of all, it's great to hear your voice. I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> call me the leader in the family. No,
0: I didn't say the leader. I said a leader. You, <laughs> a and, leader right. you and your wife, I assume, share leadership roles.
1: That's what I was. Oh, she's, she's definitely the boss. <laughs> um. Well, then I guess it was her decision
0: to travel 6,000 miles and find a new home. Is that in fact what happened?
1: As well, there's, there's, there's more to that, but as somebody said to her last night when they were uh, dropping off bags to take for their kids, who, by the way, they can't visit, um, nice. uh, she said, boy, Michal, are you ambitious. Um,
0: <laughs> That's an understatement. So tell us. Give us the story. Give us the background. It's been years since we've seen each other, years since we've spoken. Catch me up on the Morris family.
1: So first of all, Kitov. I love that you did the intro with the, uh, with the Joey music because uh, I can't believe that this day is actually here. Yep. Um, and thank you for, like I said on the app last week, thank you for inspiring us in music all these years. We go further back than you remember because, or that you would know because I remember as a ninth grader being driven in carpool, um, to MTA across the George Washington Bridge, we would listen to you every single morning. Wow. And I will leave out the person who was driving the car, a at YU at the time, uh, but he would listen to it on very low volume, and we would always strain so that we could hear the music and hear you. So we've been, <laughs> we've been turning up the volume ever since.
0: Thank you very much. <laughs>
1: um, so, so basically, you know, this is something that we've always talked about um, uh, for years. I never thought I'd actually have the guts Or after last night, the stupidity to do this. Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) The the last night is difficult, huh?
1: (laughs) I can't say we slept much. I know that uh, I went to sleep probably somewhere around 3.30 and Michal was still up. And when I woke up at 5.30, I was uh, just filled with crazy amounts of emotion. Um, You know, we have, thank God, uh, six kids. My oldest uh, just turned 12. And we always talked about that before he turned bar mitzvah, we would, uh, we would you know, go on this adventure. And then last year it was, well, mate, will we have his bar mitzvah in Israel or will we move to Israel? And my 11-year-old at the time said, it's now or never. Uh, so we wow. looked at each other and we basically said, let's see if we can make this happen. Wow.
0: And this is pre-COVID, obviously. This is, you know, a, a dream that happened during regular time, so to speak.
1: Yeah, this is something. This is something that happened pre-COVID. We actually went on a pilot trip in March, and uh, we looked at a number of different communities. We looked at schools, and we came back. I remember actually when we were sitting in Ronnie. By the way, shout out to Ronnie, Woo! who I think goes, goes way back with you. Yeah, you can say um, that
0: again. He better be tuned in.
1: <laughs> he better be tuned in. He 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 won't uh, he won't uh, let me stop hearing about how hard he's working to get us uh, to get us settled. Uh, <laughs> Where is he? What city is he in? Uh, Ronnie is in Ranana. Wow. So I have Ronnie's in Ranana and my sister Debbie's in Cheshwana M. Wow. And, um, and actually they were, I, I, uh, I, as I was sending them pictures last night as I'm cleaning out a bird's nest at, uh, from a dryer vent at 2 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> Debbie writes to me, I remember these those nightmares. Um, and, uh, what but, it, what city
0: are you going to?
1: We're going to Ranana. Wow. I mean, but you have to tell me, Ronnie, Ronnie always used to say, they, they used to call him Rockin' Ronnie right. back in the days of Marsha, I need to know whether that's actually true or not. Yeah,
0: I think that was one of many nicknames we had for him, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there, I, I mean, any, look, we know each other a long time. Anything you don't want to answer, just tell me even on the air you don't want to answer. But I'm, I'm just so curious about a couple of things. we We, we hear so much about the... I don't know fear trepidation use whatever word you want that kids who are past the age of eight nine ten years old have uh are your oldest kids cool with what's going on today
1: so listen it's hard to know if uh you know if this whole corona craziness affected their outlook um they, my kids right now are super excited to go wow. um they have you know we happened Michal and i both have um, you know, a lot of siblings in Israel, and we're so blessed to have, you know, very supportive families. Uh, my in-laws, uh, who live in Hellcrest, Rochelle and Avi Bitton, they will now have, after we move, all of their four girls living in Israel. Wow. Um, so this is actually especially hard for them. Cool. Um, or particularly for my mother-in-law, I should say. They, they better um, take
0: advantage of that grandparent clause and get there as much as possible.
1: Exactly, exactly. Or we'll bring them right. uh, full-time. Who they're knows? Cool. Um, and um, But, yeah, so it's hard to know. I think they're very uh, – right now they're very excited about it. But, you know, they know Israel as a vacation spot. My oldest is super excited. He's super excited about school. So, you know, we always like to manage expectations. I'm expecting the absolute worst. So hopefully <laughs> every, anything a little bit better than that will be a success.
0: Danny Morris is with us. He's hours away from heading with his family to the airport. They're making Aliyah today. Literally making Aliyah today. Um, with with a big shout-out to Rabbi Fass and his staff at Nefesh Benefesh, uh, are you and or your wife set up regarding employment in Israel, or is that still a big question mark?
1: Uh, so we are set up. My, my wife is going to. So we are. Thank God, expecting our seventh uh, oh, yeah. this year, Mitzvah in a few months. Uh, um, so when I when I actually uh, was just about to buy a eight passenger Toyota Sienna, I put the <laughs> brakes on that. Um, that's probably the most difficult thing about moving to Israel is to have to spend sixty thousand dollars on a used minivan. Right. Um, but um, but I will not drive a car that has to beep when you back up. So got to figure that out. <laughs>
0: I'll tell you. You're dealing with all the serious issues I see.
1: <laughs> exactly. So no, we we um so listen, we went on this pilot trip and um and you know, actually it was during the pilot trip that my sister in law Paulette is a teacher in SAR and I remember her we were sitting around Ronnie's table and she she texted us that SAR is closing tomorrow. You know, and we had just no clue what was going on. Yeah. And um so we uh we came back here, we actually we had we had decided we were gonna make a go at it, we took we At that point, had settled on a house. We were very Dick. We were able to see a house. Of course, you know, Corona kind of kiboshed all of that. Um, So then we had to start looking for a new house. But I will tell you, Rabbi Fass said to us, because we had to put down a deposit once we found the house. And he said to me, and he said to Ronnie, don't worry. We will get you here, even if you have to be as cargo. We will get you here if you want to come. (laughs) Amazing.
0: I assume you're flying United from Newark today. Would that be accurate?
1: Yes, we are. We're flying United. I know that, I think there are a bunch of other families flying with us in FFB. And if United is listening, please, please waive the 50-pound uh, <laughs> limit on our bags today.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, there'll be a lot of begging in that regard, that, I'm exactly. sure.
1: Uh, <laughs> exactly. I, I, so
0: you don't know the exact number of people, but you do know you'll be joined by others today.
1: I know that Nefesh Benefesh reserved um, uh, 50 seats on the plane for, um, you know, for Olim. Right. I know I think there are a bunch of, uh, I know that I was in touch with the Waxman of Shalavim because I'm a Shalavim alum. I know Shalavim might be on that flight from what I understand. Oh, wow. Um, but there are uh, there are about 50 seats for Nefesh Benefesh, and uh, and we are eight of them. Danny
0: Morris with us live via telephone. His family makes Aliyah today. Um, I am I, I, very familiar with both. The non-COVID Aliyah days, what that celebration is like uh, either at the Kennedy Airport or with group flights at, at any of the airports when people come to say goodbye, et cetera, et cetera. And, of course, people often will gather in homes of Olim uh, to wish them the best on a day like today. And I also know what it's like during wartime when those celebrations are really uh, tamped down and they're not nearly as celebratory, but they're a lot more serious. What is a COVID like goodbye party have you seen anybody who's come by over the last couple of days
1: that's a great question you know as part of all of this i was actually feeling you know really badly for the kids um you know they they had an amazing experience at yavin academy um led by you know rabbi knapp of course you know rabbi penn awesome awesome leadership um, and so they helped throughout the end of the school year kind of get the kids, you know, you know, at opportunities to say goodbye. Wow. Um, you know, for us, um, uh, you know, minimal, minimal goodbyes, I would say that it almost feels like if we ever envisioned this, this is not the way we ever envisioned it, almost like we're sneaking off in the middle of the night. <laughs> One day the Morrises were here and the next day they weren't. Um, I will tell you we had, uh, you know, I did bike for high on Thursday and uh, after 120 miles with eight thousand feet of elevation in one day for high lifeline i could barely move and we're lying in bed on friday morning at 7 a.m and the house phone is ringing and i'm thinking oh god what does my mother need now (laughs) and uh sure enough it's the uh it's a bunch of people i swim with at the Nex swim club they need me down at the pool and so they i had a little send-off uh you know from my fellow competitive swimmers which was a lot of fun that's cool and uh, a bunch of friends have been coming over. You know, uh, Jay and Hattie Richmond came over the, the other night with pancakes and Dunkin' Donuts for the kids. What's better than And Israeli flags and cash to go to the Makola. <laughs> so better than that?
0: So even those who, who do not need packages taken to Israel are stopping by.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes. And that's really great. Listen, it's hard because, yep. you know, my oh, yeah. parents were here last night and, you know, we can't hug them and we, you know, they're wearing masks and, Ay. you know, it's just, it's, 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 it's an unnatural way to say goodbye. Yeah. And in a way, it makes it a little bit more difficult, but, um, but the reality is that, you know, we're going home. I think, it, uh, I think it hit me, you know, I think it really hit me Friday night, Rabbi Wiener. We have, we have such an amazing community in Teaneck, and I'll just say, like, you know, this is, I, I tell people this, and maybe it sounds crazy, if I didn't have kids, I probably wouldn't do this. Um, you know, I think Teaneck is a great place. I've, for the most part, lived here my whole life. Um, we have phenomenal shuls, amazing leadership. Uh, I go to a number of different shuls. I, uh, you know, I'm a member at Renat, where we're led by Rabbi Adler and Rabbi Wiener, and just uh, they've always been so inspiring and so encouraging, and other, other community leaders, too, like Rabbi Baum, just always encouraging and talking about Aliyah. Um, and Rabbi Przansky just made Aliyah with his family. Right. So it's, just a, it's, it's obviously an Aliyah-minded community. Um, but, um, you know, but I, w- I will say that, you know, Friday, right before Shabbos, Rabbi Wiener sent me a text. Um, and I'm not sure he thought I was going to share this on the air, but I will. And it wrote, so proud and humbled by you. Aluva HaSlichu. Sim Shalom and Shabbos Mincha and Morit HaTal. If you haven't started already, Shabbat Shalom.
0: That's great. Oh, is that great? Leave it to Rabbi Wiener to remember to tell you that. And exactly.
1: I, I, I mean, it's just, it, it was almost surreal and out of body. And, uh, and you know, listen, Michal's grandmother um, uh, is Dr. Livia Beton-Jackson, who's, you know, a, a, an acclaimed, you know, uh, author. She's a Holocaust survivor and has, has, has written about her life experiences in such, you know, in, in such a way that, that kids can understand and adults can relate to. I mean, I, I, I believe the movie Paperclips was inspired by her. And she, you know, just to think that we are going, you know, to Israel and are going to be able to see her, she lives in Yerushalayim, and to to know that we're fulfilling a dream that so many of our ancestors, um, you know, have just dreamt about for generations. You know, when I say I can't believe we're having the guts to do this, it's not like I don't love it here. I love America. I love Teaneck. I'm the most comfortable I've ever been but it's just something that feels deep down like the right thing to do.
0: Wow, unbelievable. By the way, and now I really hope everybody fast is listening, I have to jump on a point you just made before, uh, which people may need pointed out to them, frankly, and that is that the people wonder why the Teaneck area, Bergen County in general, all the different communities in Bergen County is such a hot spot. And not I don't mean COVID, folks. I mean for Aliyah. Why is it that that area is such a hot spot for Aliyah? Why is it that so many from so many synagogues decide to move to Israel? And you just heard Danny Morris reveal the secret. When you are surrounded by respected rabbinic leadership who recommend and celebrate the, yeah. the move of families from North America to Israel, you are going to have a large hub of Aliyah. And what you just said about so many of the rabbis, and I think we could say most, if not all, uh, follow suit. Um, that's what happens when you have strong rabbinic leadership who understand that the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel. Uh, I wish I wish we could bring that message to other communities here in North America. I know so many rabbis who who lead large congregations and who would never ever bring up the topic about the future of the Jewish people being in the state of Israel. And you were surrounded, as you said, in all your years in Teaneck by leaders who get it and by leaders who aren't afraid to declare it. And I think that's really important, a very important point to make.
1: You know, my, uh, my, my learning has been suffering these past few weeks, but I'm reminded of the Pesach, I think it was in last week's Parsha, where it says, uh, it, you know, it says, uh, it says yeah. You know, where uh, it says, Right? It's the only place where... Yeah. Where Hakadosh Baruch Hu is there from beginning to end, and um, and so you know that's just a, a really and you know just a very meaningful message. Um, you know, our lift actually came. I mean, the past few weeks have been crazy. Our lift came, we was supposed to come, Erev Tishabov, and then the guy calls and says, Well, we're running a few minutes late. And I love this guy, so I shouldn't say him by name, but he actually, I could probably say him by name, but he's a great guy. Right. But he says, Okay, we're, gonna, we're running a little bit late. We'll come at 2 o'clock instead of 10 o'clock in the morning. And then he called me back and said, well, We're not going to get there at 2 o'clock. We're going to get there at 6 o'clock. And this is Erev Tishabov with six kids under 12. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I said, I don't think 6 o'clock is going to work. So anyway, it ended up being on Tishabov when our lift uh, moved us. And I remember, uh, you know, of course, my mother's first reaction was, you can't move on Tishabov. Um, but, uh, <laughs> Is- but I remember to talking Israel, to Rabbi Adler, you can, yeah. and his, you know, his response was, you know, what's more meaningful um, on Tishabov than moving your family to Israel?
0: That's right. On Tishabov, you could move to Israel. Oh, boy, oh, boy. We, I think there are halachic discussions about different things you could do on Shabbos regarding Israel as well, not just Tishabov. So, yeah, it's a very, very serious topic in the annals. Of uh, Jewish um, uh, halachic decisions, uh, Danny Morris and his family leave later today on a jet airliner to Israel uh, to make Aliyah to live in Israel permanently to uh, declare um, uh, body and soul complete uh, that Israel um, is the is where the future of the Jewish people is, and uh, it's a message I hope all of us will get. Um, I can't let you go, Danny, without a uh, a comprehensive. Answer from you about the help that Rabbi Fass and his staff at Nefesh B'Nefesh have given you from the beginning of this process. Why don't you tell us, in fact, when the first application went in from the Morris family to Nefesh B'Nefesh?
1: I think the first application probably went in around January February time. Um... I am not going to lie. Your, uh, your interviews with Rabbi Feiss over the course of Corona—you had several of them. They were unbelievably inspiring. Wow, thank um, you. He's just a, just an unbelievably inspiring guy, and the leadership—I mean, just the whole organization—they are, you know, there. There was a lot of stuff that they couldn't do during Corona, but they made us feel like they were with us every step of the way. And there was a lot of stuff that they did do. I will tell you that um, uh, we were told that our, we. Up until very recently, we didn't think we were going to be able to go because my fifth child has a passport that's expiring in nine months. And, um, and Nefesh benefesh said, we're going to petition for you and we're going to see if we can get it waived. And they, sh- they did. Um, and, uh, and we are going today because of all of their efforts. And they, they just help you streamline the process. You know, basically everything gets uploaded directly to their portal um and so you don't have to be going from one place to another they just make it very easy for you shout out to adina bennett at nefesh Nefesh, who's been our Aliyah advisor and she's literally there to just hold your hand and make sure you're there and i think it's probably hard for them too they probably are disappointed that they're not going to be at the airport to greet us and welcome us that's um right. that's right and right. and uh but they are just, uh, they're just they've just been unbelievably amazing
0: Good point. And those few that I guess uh, either because of their work or because of the positions they hold that are able to be at the airport, I'm sure they will greet you appropriately and uh, make you feel somewhat like like the Jewish heroes that you are, even if it's not a full-blown celebration. Everybody out there, hopefully I'll have the courage uh, to do what Danny Morris is recommending. Uh, And those of you who already have the courage... Let me tell you how you do it. You uh, go to the Nefesh Nefesh website nbn.org.il nbn.org.il or you could call 8664 Alia 866 number 4 and then a l i y a h. Well, this has been amazing for me because like I said every summer we get a chance to speak to uh, a lot of uh, olim, a lot of couples that are Heading to Israel and obviously lacking this year because we're not in any charter flights, etc. So, Danny, I thank you very much. I wish you, your wife, all the kids, tremendous Hatzlacha. I hope everything goes smoothly. When you land, by the way, this is one of the lessons I have learned. When you do land tomorrow in Israel and you're trying to shake off the fatigue and the exhaustion of the last few weeks, and of course, this flight where chances are you and your family will not sleep. Uh keep keep in mind the words that one mother as she was walking off the Nefesh Binefesh flight in Israel, uh, with three kids hanging on to her as she was coming down the steps said to me. She looked at me and she said, At least we know there's no flight back. <laughs> 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 and that those are those are somewhat comforting words, I am sure. <laughs>
1: All right, I am. I am not looking forward to quarantine. I will tell you. That's true. Um, uh, 14 days with with uh, with my kids, who I love, but I think it's going to be a little bit interesting. Um, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a uh, i am i am am like to exercise, and you know, we say we don't ride or swim to burn off the calories; we do it to burn off the crazy. So right. we'll have to be running around the backyard, driving each other crazy. Well, I- um,
0: you're as resourceful as you've been the last few months. That's your work. Exactly. on.
1: But I, I really want to thank you, Nachum, and uh, I want to thank you for inspiring us all these years, um, uh, not just with the music but with, uh, with speakers like Rabbi Fass and also just with this constant encouragement and support. It's, uh, we know you a long time, and God willing, we'll be listening for, to you now from just a different time zone and um and i want to thank all of the people out there that and by the way your 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 grasp is far and wide while i'm talking to you i'm getting texts from people in israel people in florida (laughs) that are hearing for the first time that we're making aliyah so uh i guess it's now official and i guess they're hearing that we're expecting our seventh. so there you go um but um, i want to thank everyone for their words of chizik i want to thank our families they've been incredibly supportive Um, our parents, um, our siblings, Michal's sisters, my brothers and sisters. They've all just been amazing, and all of our friends. um, We love you all, and uh, we can't wait to celebrate many, many happy occasions together in our homeland, soon to be Israel.
0: Danny, I am already uh, anxiously awaiting our reunion in the Holy Land. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you. Danny Morris he and his family leaving later today heading to Israel where he and his family know that sort of future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel Tuesday morning broadcast anybody out there wants information it's nbn.org.il nbn.org.il 8664 aliyah 866 number 4 and then a l i y a h and by the way he just made a very important point if you're if you're hesitating to move to Israel Because you uh, like waking up to J.M. and the A.M. every morning. Well, guess what? Not only can you listen to J.M. and the A.M. every single day from Israel, but at midnight Eastern time is the replay of the prior morning's J.M. and the A.M., which means at 7 a.m. in Israel, as you're waking up, your alarm is uh, waking you up to J.M. and the A.M. I think we've got every single situation covered for those who are moving to Israel unbelievable uh anyway anyways nbn.org.il it's 8664 all the uh 20 minutes before nine o'clock and you are listening to jm in the a.m.